Hello, everybody. This is Jonathan Grissom, More Bands Media, and the Local Earshot Podcast. I am here with J.D. Scott, uh, the photographer of Oklahoma City. How are you doing? How's it going, guys? <laughs> Just like looking all weird because now you're on camera. Yeah. It's a little different, right? <laughs> it is. It different. is like the audio is a lot easier like um, to deal with than noticing that you're actually on camera. Right. Um, so uh, so actually why, why I brought J.D. on here today was uh, that we were going to talk about the event coming up and all the artists side of it. So on the September 23rd at the um, Core 4 Brewing Company, uh, they are having an art show, and it will have three bands. Uh, there's um, Lowdown, we- uh, Lowdown uh, Weasel, yeah. um, the, Rumble. the Rumble, and the Costanzas, and then a whole list of, of different artists that are, are different types of art types and, and all sorts of stuff. So um, it definitely come out. I, I, from what I hear, it's, a, it's like I saw kids there with their parents and stuff, so it looks like it's an all-age type brewery. Um, and so, like, multiple people can go there and everything and uh, check out some art, check out some food trucks. They're going to be yeah. there and, and just uh, have a good time. You know, uh, I know I know. earlier on in the day, that day, um, there's uh, another event uh, that I was told about uh, by our teacher that over by Tower Theater on 23rd, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be a block party. So there's going to be some bands playing there. So if you – like, if you're, if you're going to come out for that, was that at nighttime, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, – It's they, actually the, the – the art show starts at six, and the band's gone at eight. Okay, yeah. So I don't know the time span on the other ones. So I know that that's going to be a conflicting event with this event. Um, mm-hmm. The moment that I heard my teacher say it, I actually was like, "Fuck," because mm-hmm. and I even told him that after class. I said, "I said, damn, like you just kicked me." Yeah. And he goes, "What?" And I was like, "We literally are like trying to run an event on September twenty third, and I was like, and you just said that that festival block party is on September twenty third, which means a lot of people are gonna, probably going to go to that." Uh-huh. Well, so, well, okay, the twenty third. I'm thinking of the November. Show where they put it on the twenty second, where everybody's going to be gone. Yeah, nobody's going to be at that show. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I mean, it really depends. I mean, if it's, it's if it's if it's falling around the end of the month toward Thanksgiving time frame, Thanksgiving. it's possible. Yeah, if it's uh, if it's falling uh, like right before or if it's falling right after, then that's not so bad. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Usually, usually your holidays, even Christmas, like um, uh. Normally, normally for Thanksgiving. I uh, like I did last year, um, but I mean, actually, in 22, I had COVID. I think it was like 2022, 21 that I had COVID, mm-hmm. and I did a um, a recording of all the artists that had been on the show, all their music and stuff from the year, um, and uh, just got, kind of did like a little like recording like that. Yeah. And then over Christmas, I I, I do a um, I do a Christmas special, which I which I, I normally have on um, Christoph Murdoch mm-hmm. as the punk rock Santa. Yeah. So like that's usually our that's become like the tradition for the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he comes on as, as Santa and we just we just kinda act like it's Christmas and, and stuff. But I kinda have an idea of what I'm gonna do this year. Mm. That um especially if I get cameras and I have everything in order, then I'm gonna I'm gonna make something that's a little more more uh video type thing involving Apparently. Chris and the, or Christoph. So um so yeah. Um so yeah, tell me tell me a little bit about this show. Well, actually actually Kind of refresh everybody. 
like who you are, what you do, and yeah. like uh, and kind of like um, what what you've been doing around the city lately, and kind of catch up a little bit, and then we can talk about the show. Well, so. um, my name's JD Scott. I'm a photographer here in Oklahoma City. Um, I'm mainly a band photographer. I shoot um, burlesque too. So tits, ass, and bands, pretty much what I my jam. Nice. So. Um, um, I can tell you, um, it's it, the show's called the Punk Rock Art Show, and it's all ages. There's going to be food trucks there. Also, um, Chase Vegas is going to be the 8-Ball Reader, the Magic 8-Ball Reader. Also, I'd like to tell you the artists that are actually going to be in the show, so you'll know who's going to be there. Uh, me, J.D. Scott. We've got Kat Pierce, Emily Terranova, Cody Thompson, Zachary Taylor, Ari Collins, Chris Allen, Antonio Ramirez, Natalie Cameron, Harold Neal, Micah Wesley, and Ostentatious. Those are all going to have pieces there. And what kind of uh, pieces do a lot of them make? Is They're mainly paintings. paintings. It's paintings mainly. Paint. Okay. I'm a photographer. I think there's another photographer there. Are they like uh, abstract? Are you talking like... Uh, it's mainly like abstract, abstract stuff, stuff that, I, stuff? that okay. I saw. Nice. Nice. Okay. Let's see. But, um... Yeah, it's at Core 4 Brewing, Saturday the 23rd. Um, art starts at 6, and bands start at 8. Yeah, it was a pretty awesome little uh, brewery, honestly, that I went mm-hmm. in there. Um, they have a little bitty like, art area that's like uh, on the walls as you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I've seen some some pieces like what I do. So. Yeah, Jay Motherfucking Roberts was hanging there when I when I saw that that. And who's wall. Jay Roberts? Jay, well, it's J M F Roberts, but okay. he he's a punker guy that's pretty well known in the in Oklahoma City, I guess. I mean, for I'm like art, was he the the guy that did like the uh, like the the music style type art? Because it was like there was like a whole exhibit at uh at um what was it uh. The uh, speakeasy. Oh, the speakeasy. Yeah, yeah. They had speakeasy an event there. Tried and... to steal the show. It's just still the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, speakeasy does other things that, and they actually had the layout for it too. But they do, they do stuff that like that anyway. They've been doing that stuff for a while. Well, I thought that uh, I also heard yesterday from Chris um, that they named it pretty much the same thing too. Almost the exact same. No, they thing. call it what punk rock, punk rock, rock, rock show. show. It's almost something, wow. like, something like that. That's totally ripping it off. Yeah, and so they, they took the idea and didn't have. Like yeah, I don't a, know. I mean, I I know um, I know they do uh, they do uh, robot robot save city um, for uh, uh, so so uh, uh, James Nem uh, the the uh, comic yeah yeah uh, he uh, he does um, he does a thing called uh, robot save city and like the idea is that that there's a bunch of mid level comics that that are. Um, at the they're not at the high level so they're not getting the big shows mm-hmm. and they're not getting the mid shows and a lot of times because of Oklahoma City being a flyover which is something that I actually want to talk about but uh but the um but they call it a flyover and so like they you know they'll go to Tulsa and then they'll go to Dallas or they'll go to like Houston mm-hmm. they won't come through here no. and and uh and so a lot of artists don't they avoid Oklahoma City because either because they believe that there's not enough money for it or whatever reason but they have their reasons why they don't do it and um for the each artist and um and so they so like um the robot uh safe city idea was like that he has a comedy show 
at, upstairs at Speakeasy, mm-hmm. and um, in those in those comics that are like up in Tulsa, he'll talk to them and they'll come down and okay. do a show real quick um, in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and then go back up and then go back down to Dallas. So they'll travel down instead of going over or flying out yeah. um, from Tulsa to. Um, to uh you know even just the airport here and then to dallas or wherever they do yeah tell us all the clemson yeah say, no, so because a lot of times they'll, they'll come through here they just don't stay here they'll yeah. go through the airport and they'll stay at the airport and, and like a layover or something like mm-hmm. that but they may not come through the city yeah. so uh so that's that's kind of why a lot of the bigger artists don't come through oklahoma city but um but i mean but like like the idea of like a flyover uh it's 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 this weird concept uh in in uh in in like the music schools and stuff, they're talking about like that uh, Oklahoma has a rich history in music. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know that, but like yeah. it has a really rich history. You're no talking like Caffrey. deep, no deep bellum uh, had oh, like yeah. major studios. Um, the uh, the uh, Guthrie, like there's just been like there's what you know Woody Guthrie, like all these like mm-hmm. famous artists like that people know in the country scene, like people know that historically yeah. coming through Oklahoma that that was like that we were known for a lot of these artists that came out of out of music, mm-hmm. and um, and a lot of the recordings from a lot of famous artists have been recorded here, yeah. and yet like for some reason there was a time frame, and I don't know when it happened because I've been told different things um, that. I went into the military in 2006. Mm. From there, there was like there was City Walk. There was about five venues, four to five venues in downtown in Bricktown. Mm-hmm. There is no venues in Bricktown like that, like that. Really, yeah. I mean, there's like maybe one or two now. Mm-hmm. Like there's ones coming up now. There's Bear City, and then there's Criterion. There's big ones. Mm-hmm. Like those are mid-size, like big mm-hmm. ones. But there's no like smaller venues anymore, and a lot of them are either themed. They're they're to these different themes like yeah. uh, like there's the Poe Club now, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that because I read on their website that it said that they were uh, pl- still playing top forty and stuff, which yeah. tells me that if they're not playing goth music, then 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 it's just a fad idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they're just trying to like cover up the fact that they were a part of the club that actually had all those issues. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to call them out on that because yeah. I know that owning a venue is hard and yeah. you have no control over people doing that stuff in your venue in real truth because in security, like, people would get in fights and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff at venues and you just have to deal with it. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, they really don't have no control over that. But, I mean, but if changing your name and then presenting a new idea real quick was a way to cover it up, Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that that's going to co- work nowhere. You'd have people, to revamp the whole remember. place. Yeah, you would have to remodel everything and yeah. shut everything down and, mm-hmm. and like and actually make it look like that you actually did that. But if you just buy some lights, change some colors, add some gargoyles, right. and then just call it a different name and say it's a different club and you're trying to gear to a different crowd, that same crowd is still going to show up mm. for a while. Yeah, until they get they'll sick try of it. Out yeah, they'll try it out because because they'll you know and then and then also other things that it said on their on their website is that they require like. A payment up front, which I think is is another idea mm-hmm. that they're using to try to keep certain people out. Oh, really? Like because I mean the issues that they had. Um, I don't know if you heard about that, like um, the parrot, the pink parrot or whatever they called it. Yeah, there was there was like nat like a knife stabbing or there was like shootings, and so like they I shut the, down. The, I know the was the double barrel saloon. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I think it's uh, or I think it's double barrel saloon. 
I think, but they oh, had you're, a, about, you're about the one in the, that's what they're talking about the, on, uh, yeah, they were shooting. talking about that on, uh, on Rumble that like, yeah, there was a shooting there. It was like an actual club shooting, yeah, it was. Um, but it was like a biker club shooting yeah. type thing, which I don't touch that stuff because like that ain't none of my business mm-hmm. and I don't, I, I, I'll just keep all those stories to that because yeah. I don't want them to get out on their radar <laughs> because on. I'm cool with most of the biker groups totally. that are out here in Oklahoma. So I'm not going to get on their radar, right on. uh, but, but I mean, but yeah, like they, they, um, but yeah, like, you know, bad things happen in clubs. And so like, you have to try to figure out how to rebrand and everything. And, and the idea is that you, that you can either shut down and then you just recreate something real quick, or you just stay open and you just face it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, uh, and so sometimes they'll just, they'll just uh, they have money behind investors and stuff that will just tell them to shut down and recreate real quick. And, mm-hmm. and so they'll do that. And that, that's what they call like fad, fad bars in, okay. in major cities, you know? They have a different theme every month. Uh, it's almost like when you when you go to those places that say like, "Oh, we're going out of business sales and oh, yeah. uh, like furniture," you know. Mm-hmm. They're never actually going out of business. They're just running the same cell and calling it a going out of business cell mm-hmm. every week. And somehow they get away with that, and yeah. people just ignore the fact that they're doing it because yeah. I guess they get a good deal. I don't know why people fall for that, or if, it, if people just know that they're falling for it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, but yeah, like I, I thought about checking out that club though, but like, but whenever I read on the website and said it was mostly top 40, I was like, okay, well they're going to play the same music that they were playing before. And it's not going to be more like goth industrial. Then it's not really matching the theme. What's it called so, again? Uh, Poe. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just Poe. It's like Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, okay. okay. Type, yeah, yeah. It has like a Raven on the sense. door and stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then down there, like JJ's alley, I've always liked that, mm. uh, that place and stuff. And, and, um, but I mean, but yeah, there's not many different little venues and there's ones that are being built and then ones are being moved. Like, um, uh, like I was seeing online that a few of the venues here were moving around and so mm. I don't know if they were just getting too big or if they're moving to a smaller environment or what, but yeah. like some of them are moving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so that opens up property, um, uh, you know, don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure. I think 89th, um, from what I read online, they had a post. I don't know if it was actually them, but it said that they were moving over here on this side of town. Really? So I'm hoping that they're moving to a bigger building and that they're yeah. actually expanding and not totally. not retracting. Yeah. Because because uh, that but that does mean that that property, unless there was a regulation and stuff done on it, uh, recently or something, then uh, why they're moving? You know that 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 property on on uh, Western is going to open up. Yeah. And if that goes up for sale, that's a pre-designed that's a, that's a venue to right. start out. Like right. if you're starting a venue, so so you know, like like hands up. Like if people are interested, like I'm I'm looking. So because mm-hmm. um, it'd be nice to be able to open up a venue or something out here and just uh, just run it, you know. Um, but um, but yeah, like uh, yeah, I like I like the idea that you're talking about, where like a lot of these um, art. Like the the different stuff are coming together. Like mm. uh, like the art people are talking to the music people and yeah. and stuff. Because honestly, like a, a big part of what Oklahoma has a lot of problems with is is culture, mm. and and it's it's like you know some people say that you know that it's all country and it's all this and all that. Um, my my playlist episodes show that it's that there's a huge group of people that are not being represented 
Okay. I mean, like bands, yeah, or like bands, bands like like um, like metal, rock, punk. I know, the like metal like bands. that. They're not being represented as much. Um, right. Some punk punk gets a little more yeah, representation do. out here. That's than, all Destiny. Then uh, then because Destiny yeah, totally. and uh, and also like a little bit at the Blue Note. Um, and a couple other places like we'll, we'll play them. We'll play them, you know. Yeah, John, the Booker at Blue Note, mm-hmm. um, you know. And so they'll they'll play they'll play some of those artists that that other venues won't. Um, and uh, and and a lot of times, uh, what I've been told by some of these teachers is, is that it's not that they won't play your band like at their venue. It's that they they only work with people that they know are serious. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to be considered a serious band, there's a few things that you have to do. You have to have an EPK. EPK, of course. You have to have a possible music video or live performance right. that you can show. Yep, you do. Um, you have to have music online, mm-hmm. Spotify, all that kind of stuff. If you have a website, that's great. Yep. Um, if you have um, if you have social media accounts set up, uh, they also want you to have a certain amount of, of users on mm-hmm. these accounts, at least a thousand or more Never heard for that. the smaller venues and stuff. Well, that that's what they're looking for because because they they look at as okay, how many plays do they have on Spotify? How many sure, plays right. is there? Because sense. they tell them to promote too. Okay, and if they're promoting as a venue and you're promoting. Then, then you're more likely to have people show up. So that's why, like, uh, that's why during this event, you know, like, like they have you promoting all the art stuff. Mm-hmm. They have all the artists probably promoting. Yeah. They got, they got, you know, I saw, uh, I saw Chuck walking around the venues and just handing out flyers for this the old school He's been doing that for stuff, three right? weeks, man. It's yeah, like yeah. So I mean, it's like <laughs> really like getting the word out. Like that's that's what you have to do, and and it's uh, and it's, so I mean, it takes time. It takes about about a month before you do a show. I'm still and, getting I'm still getting um where I the groups where I placed that poster the the, the show poster I shared uh, I think 327 times to 327 groups mm-hmm. and um got kicked off Facebook twice for 2 hours each or uh, an hour each from groups thought you were a bot yeah I thought I was spamming yeah, Call me a spammer. A, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I am. I will. It's the fastest, easiest way to advertise. I mean, I mean, it. like it's it's like that whole concept of once a day, which is something that everybody should probably know about too. If you're a listener of music and you follow on on all, all these social media websites, um, is the at everyone tag. Oh God, I hate that. And thing. the at follower, everybody hates and the that at, thing. and the at followers tag. I know. Everybody hates too. it now. You do it too, dude. But here's the thing. <laughs> exactly. You said that, right? You know, know. why. Why? You know why? Why you do it? it pisses You're allowed off. to do it once a day. Only once a day. That Facebook oh, is limited down to once it? a day. Yeah, you can only do that once a day. You can't do it on every post you do. I didn't know like, that. You can only do it I once didn't a know day. that even. Yeah, yeah. Thing yeah, yeah, yeah. It. It's okay. once a day. It says once a day you can use this feature. If not, it doesn't actually activate it. It like it like it just shows it in black. Uh-huh. Right? But, I've seen but if those. you but if you actually do this feature, then it sends a message to in your comments to all your followers of that group and page, uh-huh. and and it says you are tagged in this, and then people open it, and then suddenly it says you know something like what I put, which is more respectful, is like, hey everybody, I hate doing this, I but this it. is the other way to get you that. to see it, yeah, right. I That's why people are doing it because here's the thing: uh, there's another option. Um, I could show it up to four thousand people or three thousand people if I pay fifty dollars to Facebook. Mm. Or I can show it to the 800 people that are in my page, mm. or the you know 400 people that are in my group. That's free. 
and that's and that's free to do that one little little check mark yeah. thing. But then people are saying, yeah, but people are leaving groups and stuff. Another issue that I'm noticing on Facebook, and this is a call out to all the um, admins of pages, because I've been asked. And I've been joining as an admin to a bunch of pages after after saying this, so maybe I need to stop saying it because apparently you guys are just having me come in and fix the problem. Um, is that there's a lot of porn coming up on all the chats? So they created the chats. Oh, were the girls then, from OnlyFans? Sort of yeah, not even that. Like, in. well, yeah. So like they're coming from uh, they're coming from the uh, what do you call it? Um, the the girls are coming from just random pages that are created. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they're created by bots, okay. and then they're link aggregator bots. So what mm-hmm. they do is that they they um, and the, I guess you know this episode. I guess I could talk about a little bit about my technical stuff, you know. But oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, but what they do is these bots are able to like create pages so they create pages and then after that they join groups and then you sit there and go through facebook and just join groups okay which is why you probably got side of this bot because you do it too fast but the thing is these Mm -hmm. people are smart they have it a person can actually end up turning looking like a bot because Mm -hmm. they'll go too fast i did but but there but but you can you can put timers on clickers Mm -hmm. and you can put timers on all these different apps like that you make in the algorithm that you make or whatever thing you're using to make this like app that will do this yeah and so like you can make the application go click and then a few seconds later click okay seconds later click and so then you're having it like do it less and it's slower so then it thinks it's a person doing it so like what it'll do is it'll just join a a shit ton of groups Mm -hmm. and then these admins they don't have questions for one that's a major thing they don't have questions on their entry fee Mm -hmm. to get into the into the the group yeah so like when you open up the group and you say you want to join this group answer these questions Mm -hmm. i have three questions on mine Mm -hmm. i have who's your favorite local artist you know, are you in a band? Are you in the music industry? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, uh, like, and then a third question that is actually designed where when you read it, it throws you off. So you won't actually like people with math problems in them, mm-hmm. things like that. So it throws you off, so you can't get it right. Okay. And so then a bot would never ever be able to answer that question correctly. Yeah. Only a person would. Yeah. And so, um. So yeah, so like like I I read for that, but that's called vetting. So like mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're you're like bringing in the people into the group and then you're seeing if they're real. Yeah. I click on profiles. I look over their profile real so quick. Notice that they're actually in a um you know either in a band or whatever they're saying or mm-hmm. if they're like if they're in certain things. So then I look for certain things. So whenever I accept them, I know that most likely I'm looking for it, and it's still possible I could get hit with one. Still, I'm not ever going to say I, I can't, you know, but yeah. but it's less likely chance that that I'll ever have those problems in my chats yeah. that I've created. And I mean, and we don't, and nobody ever uses the chats that we, you know, that we have in our like the group. Like mm. no one uses that shit. That, so. I don't think they know about it. So yet. yeah, nobody really. It's I didn't new. need to start sharing them, but yeah. like, but like, yeah, like those other groups though, like Oklahoma looking for musicians, mm-hmm. uh, their rock section and their their blue section, both had had nudity in it. Apparently, somebody was telling me, and, and maybe you know, reach out to the person. Maybe if you listen to the show, like you can talk about it, and I can kind of set you up with how to do it. But like, um, but the person that runs that group i was told that they abandoned the group 
so like at some point they gave up and they just like left the group running yeah and so they don't do anything in it so they just let it run do they accept uh posts through there still yeah that's the thing is that nobody's watching watching it nobody's nobody's monitoring anything and so i don't know if the posts are ever actually getting on there because if they have to if they have to review or any of the posts then there but they might have turned off that feature too and just said screw it and just let it run because it's like three thousand five hundred people so they just didn't want to like make everybody feel bad tell them that they're shutting the group down so they probably just left left it run and then just took themselves out out as an admin Mm. and then now it's just a group on ramp rampant (laughs) control you know but i have seen that it says moderator pulled so like i'm wondering if he has still as moderators out there that are still trying to manage it um and and i mean but a lot of groups are like that um on on the groups i have they're smaller right now so it's not as as easy or it's easier to monitor that stuff it's not it's not going to get hit at hard as hard as those other groups are yeah um but but yeah i've been i've been watching that um but I mean, but that's the thing though is that you have to do that stuff in those groups because if you don't, then then you'll be like me where I was in the middle of class and I was trying to show my teacher or something, and you know, and I'm almost forty years old, I'm thirty eight, and I'm in college, you know, and I'm so I'm sort of trying to show this teacher something, and I pull up my phone and I open up the group because that's where the the that's where this person posted it was in this chat, and instantly there was nudity, and he goes he goes oh, it's like what's up with that, and I go. It is a private chat, though. It's a private chat. That, yeah, I they're all private the, chats, like ch- yeah. private chats, technically. Like, the, the, the you know, they're public chats yeah. a lot of times in those groups, but they're private, technically. Yeah. Um, because everybody that's in that group is the only people that see it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, but like, I was like, oh, and then I had to explain to them what, what's happening, that these bots keep on joining the groups and then yeah. uploading porn. And, um, and he's like, man, those admins need to really get on their shit then, you know? And, uh, and that's, that's kind of like, that's the thing is that what ends up happening is like what I did where at some point everybody just leaves. Yeah. And it's almost like that's what they want to happen. They want everybody just to leave the chats and stop talking to each other and just I was in an you know. adult group when I probably about five years ago or something at Facebook. And um I was actually in about five of them. And they actually asked me to be a moderator for one of them. They liked the way I talk dirty because everybody was talking <laughs> dirty to each other but it wasn't hitting on each other everybody yeah. was just talking about sex right yeah and just talking about different positions and what they like and whatever but uh yeah it was pretty uh pretty weird to be asked but, to be a moderator on a yeah and, yeah you know you gotta you gotta check how how much if it's not bad enough or if it's not you know it's too bad then well, we gotta, we gotta we gotta stop them. <laughs> well, at, at the time when they did that, after they did that, they sent me an application to to join Facebook. I mean, to actually work for Facebook because I'm. Oh, I, Facebook was asking. You I, to they it. sent me you an application, it. and That's I fucking weird. filled it out, That's and they weird. and they didn't do anything with it. <laughs> they got mad at me, I guess. But the deal is, they ask you these questions in this questionnaire before they give you the the. The whole spiel, the whole, the whole, um, um, well, the whole paper. Anyway, um, oh shit, I forgot what I was talking about now. What was I talking about? I, I do about this Facebook all the time. and like, I don't know, cat. <laughs> <laughs> Cats are outside fighting. Um, let me see. I'm gonna bring up some, probably should have brought this up before the show. Um, I'm gonna bring up some music from that. So I want to hear what Low Down Weasel sounds like. I just I've been talking to them and uh, they uh, they 
kind of expressed an interest in doing some promo shots for for themselves, and uh, they contacted me. Just still waiting. For yeah, I don't know why the last episode I called him low, low down Wessel. Wessel. <laughs> Wessel. I was like, shit. Yeah, that was the wrong name. I was like, my bad, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they reached out to me. I, I'm trying to trying to have on uh, everyone that was a part of this event um, to to like get everyone on mm-hmm. uh, before the event happens. It's kind of an idea that that I'm working on. Where like, if I if I pick a show. That's happening and like who's all in it and stuff like that up until that day, then I could I can grab one show a month and just like try to have on the people that are in it mm-hmm. to try to get more people to come out to those shows. But I don't know if it'll work. It's it's kind of just an idea that um, and it's the same idea with the music playlist. Like once a month, I'm I'm wanting to do playlist episodes where I just like create playlists and yeah. just submit songs. And um, I think they should be all local bands, in my opinion. I'm trying, and they're they're all local, but they're not all from Oklahoma. I okay. can make that clear. That mm-hmm. um, the one thing with 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 the Facebook groups and Facebook and and also podcasting is that there is people that do listen to the show that are not from Oklahoma, and I'm also joining groups that are not from Oklahoma. But the cool yeah. thing about that is is that maybe if you're an artist in Oklahoma and you're trying to tour, or if you are looking for a band to come through and play with you mm-hmm. that are touring. There's a possibility that we can make that connection yeah. where like you can find those artists through there and then be able to talk to each other. They could say, Hey, we're coming through the Midwest. Yeah. Can we, can we like, you know, partner with some people and then start getting them attached to some bands to put on some shows yeah. like that's, that's kind of the idea behind it. Okay. You know? and, and so, I mean, it's just a matter of like just doing these different ideas, trying them out, if they don't work, then obviously abandon them. If they do work, and we keep doing them, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but that it seemed like there was a there was a good uh, a lot of people liked the the playlist episodes like idea that like they listened to a lot of good music off of that. There was like four or three different episodes that I four four different versions. There was a there was one that was a an easy playlist that had um, some premiere music. Um, by a few artists that are in the country scene, yeah, and then uh, the, an easy listening type music, and then um, and then there was a goth playlist with like some EDM stuff, and then mm-hmm. there's the rock one that's the longest one, mm-hmm. um, and then there's another playlist that had like uh, no shoot, uh, I forget. There was an easy listening. I don't know. There's no. There's like I think there's three or four playlists though that I made that were just all music from mostly Oklahoma. You know what so. you should do? You should ask Micah Wesley to make a one, make one for you. I mean, if, I mean, he's a DJ, mm-hmm. and so is Skinny. Do you know DJ Skinny? Yeah, I don't know how that would work with the kind of music it is, but if they can, if they can, I mean, I would totally do a mix episode. But like, it has to be like the music has to be um, licensed or it has to be approved oh. by the person mm-hmm. so okay um so yeah. you have to have a sync license if you okay. if you play something that's like there but if we if, but if we have permission from the local artist then we can do it yeah but if we but if they Makes if sense. they were to do a, a you know like a, a show where they're just djing mm-hmm. and it's like i was talking to them and then they just dj that would be cool as shit because mm-hmm. but they would but if they could only play local music yeah. like that they're not that used to playing really cool. with local music no but. No, no DJ is used to playing with local music because they literally license major music of major yeah. artists. So they have sync licensing and they have they have different licensing and they have licensing to play live and all that kind of stuff. Like they yeah. they pay for those rights through those apps. 
So, I mean, they, like, that's why it's one of those, like, I've, I've had, um, I, there's one episode that has uh, uh, DJ Preeti Undertaker. Okay. Or Undertaker Preeti. And she's doing that. She's, like, mixing and playing all this different music and stuff for me. Cool. Um, but, uh, let me see. Because I'm going through the computer to look for the, uh, the music that was uh, sent to me. Because we'll play the Costanzas. Love those guys. Yeah, they're really good. Like, um, like I, I like their music. Totally, I do too. I like Derek and Jimmy's a great guy. Mason's awesome drummer. Yeah, they're great guys. They're good music.
It's a uh, nightlife by uh, the Costanzas, of course. And then, uh, um, so they told me that they didn't have any actual like recordings of their stuff, but yeah. they got live recordings. Yeah. Which I just pulled one up, um, low down, um, Weasel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Zip It live at Grand Royale. I don't know how well this sounds though. I think so. I heard it. I think I saw that post where they mm-hmm. played it. And it, well, for one thing, it's really dark, but um, again, but it always is. But the audio, like, how's that? The audio, I think, was pretty trashy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was. Really, I mean, oh, yeah, I think it was the recording. It's a it, loud it, it was venue. A, it is a really loud place. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't probably do them justice by mm. doing that to them. So, no, I don't yeah, know. like, because uh, the, problem, the problem with, like, recording live um, like that with the phones and stuff is that like only certain models have like the ability to bring the sound down and stuff and yeah. they're like your higher end phones that are like mm-hmm. you know a thousand plus dollars. Yeah. Um but yeah your lower end phones like they, they pick up a lot of background noise and everything, a lot of condenser mic mm-hmm. type stuff's being used. Yeah. Um and so uh so yeah they're not they're not as good a quality. So I probably wouldn't do that to them. I'd probably let them bring me some actual recordings and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, um, but yeah. Last week we played the Rumble, and then um, and then this week, you know, we have JD on. Um, I was looking at that, like on their page though, they were showing some of the art on uh, the um, on their page here. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, like, um, let me bring that up. That post. We're talking about the show. They had like, there you go. Cool page. Yeah, yeah that's, like there's a lot of art on here. That looks like Antonio Ramirez stuff. That's his stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it looks like like his stuff is really good. Like, um, he does graffiti art. Yeah, that's really cool. I I actually um I did graffiti a lot. So, um, so yeah, so he's one of the artists. I'll I'll make sure I post that stuff. Um, and I'll probably post a lot of different of the artists that are going to be a part of the show, mm-hmm. um, cause, uh, cause we want to make sure that people know that that is coming up. Let me see. So yeah, so September 23rd, Next um, Saturday. yeah, it's a core four brewing. Uh, it's located on Lee in between, uh, Maine and, um, Sheridan, but right off Sheridan, there's an entry right next to the Paramount. That's the back entrance. That's where everybody's going to be parked, and that's where probably everybody's going to be at, where all the food trucks are and stuff. Yeah. Because that's normally where they do the events, where that uh, that cider place that's mm-hmm. next to it, and mm-hmm. then the other uh, the Paramount. Yeah. That's normally where everybody parks for there. So, um, right across the street is uh, is like pizza. It's okay. a pretty pretty good pizza place. So. Cool. Um. So yeah. Um. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get a big crowd coming out and everything, and and uh yeah, but uh thank you for having you on. Oh, thanks for uh, having know? me. Yeah, and sure. like I said, it's always a pleasure to have you on because, like you know, we it's talk about photography probably all day long. <laughs> I can, but, yeah, <laughs> the, you know, and 
But uh, but anyway, but just just so everybody knows, like JD JD is a really good photographer, and he's Thanks, he's man. all over the city. Um, it, you, you'll find his work like all over online. A lot of times he'll he'll do postings on my groups and stuff too for me. Um, and and so I mean I greatly appreciate it. I do it all um, like let him do that just so he can promote his stuff and it helps me like actually have some content for our pages. So I greatly appreciate that. You know that you do Anytime. that for us. Uh, but I mean the um, but yeah, like he puts a lot of time and effort into his work. And so, I mean, if you if you want a good photographer that's actually going to, like, go through and take the time and actually, like, you know, find what actually makes you who you are as a band and, and kind of give you that look and feel to actually make you feel like a rock star. That's what like what you like to say, you know, then that's what he does. And so um, – and then he also shoots around the, you know, the, the scene from the concerts and all those different things too. So, um, so I mean, it, it, like, there's there's certain things that are listed – in the career fields under music and um and one of them is actually videographers and photographers people don't understand how important this stuff is um these these people are out here you know doing shows and taking videos and all sorts of stuff was that you i bet it is my (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah like i mean they're out here like doing like all sorts of work for all these different artists and a lot of times it's low pay and sometimes no pay. It's, it's mostly so, no pay. Yeah, it's po- mostly no pay. Just like almost everything else in music, you know, um, out here. So, um, so I mean, yeah, I greatly appreciate everything you do for the scene, and and you know, oh, thank you, man. Really I, appreciate everything you do for the it. show, and um, yeah. So, uh, um, as for the local earshot podcast, uh, it is a value for value podcast. I run on three tenets: it's time, talent, and treasure. The first T is time. Uh, I value value everybody's time for listening. Um, I know that there's like a ton of shows out there now, especially music shows are coming up left and right. Um, and I'm being kind of bombarded with them at this point. Um, but I'm glad that you know that that you chose to listen to the local earshot. Um, the second T is talent. So if you want to be on the show, you can reach out to me at john at the local earshot dot com or um, on the Instagram pages, Facebook, any of those platforms, uh, I'll usually be able to answer through the messenger. Um, and, and that's the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and, and the email works better if you want to send me music. Um, I'm going to start doing playlist episodes um, at the beginning of every month. So uh, if you want to submit music for that, then I'll probably be creating another email that's just there. And I'll put that on the socials of what that email is. So then people can submit actual files so I can organize it better because – Going through Spotify and like and all these different platforms to play your music, or going through YouTube and all that, um, I have to record to a mixer, and that takes time. So if I have a file where I can just load it into the software and then hit play and just listen to it the first time and know that it's actually just being recorded over to the other file, then that will make my life a lot easier because it's 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 harder to maintain all this like um, you know over music and stuff. I ended up having to. Uh, like um, now I pay for Spotify and, and Amazon Music and all those different platforms now just so I can have access without ads and everything yeah. playing through all the songs. Um, and then the third T is treasure. So if you want to support the show, you can go over to the localyearshot.com. There's a tab that says donate. I take crypto, cash app, uh, Venmo, anything that turns into money. Uh, all money goes right back into the show. Right now I'm buying cameras, um, and so I'm doing everything from a phone and my laptop 
um, cameras. So uh, these are all webcams. Its quality is not as good as it could be. Uh, and so I want to actually get some professional cameras. And then also I'm looking for a, um, a studio to start doing podcasting in. If a studio is interested in actually doing podcasting full time, then if you need a manager to come in and manage podcasts, I can totally do that because I as a job because I can manage anybody doing this stuff and I can process and do all the production side of it. Um, so, cause I know how to do all the setups of all the equipment and I also know how to do all the software. So, uh, thank you for listening to the show.